0: good day everybody this is scott your host of cue the smoke i've got my co-host tom out of the uk where it's about midnight time tonight yep yeah wow the guy like i told you the guy never sleeps and today's guest is josiah mercer you can find him on twitter at keep underscore the underscore flame welcome to the show josiah how you doing
1: not bad how are you guys doing
0: Pretty good. I was going through your Twitter account looking that you are a <laughs> critical um, critical fan of Indie 11. Yes. Uh, I've read your posts. Uh, I, it, sometimes I've just shook my head and go, okay. Uh, but folks, if you want to, I, I would venture to bet and I would venture to say, Josiah, uh, you wear your emotions on your sleeve and what you see is what you get. Take it or leave it.
1: Yeah, when it comes to Indy Eleven and kind of all things football related, that is that is kind of how I how I operate.
0: not yeah, fair, fair enough. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where you're from? How we got into soccer, et cetera.
1: Okay, so I'm a I'm originally actually from Indianapolis. Uh, my family moved around a little bit, but I'm a, I'm a Hoosier through and through. Um, I've been living in Anderson uh, for the past probably like 14 years. Um, but my background with soccer is started from a young age actually. So I started playing YMCA soccer when I was, I think, like the youngest I could possibly be and still play. Um, play like the few ball years comes
0: ago. up to your knee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: I think it's a, a size two <laughs> ball. They give you like blue lines to to segregate oh, the different yeah, positions yeah, and they yeah. say don't cross this line. I was I was that young. No, uh, I'm, I'm
0: reminiscing because my boy soccer he started at YMCA and it was yeah. just a blob of little kids chasing a ball around a little square
1: I'll, I'll never forget they used to let the coaches like run around on the field too uh like just giving the kids yep. directions if they didn't know what to do yeah remember,
0: herding sheep or herding cats is probably the best way to put it yeah go ahead yeah
1: that's that's really what it was uh but uh so i was homeschooled uh for 11 years 11 out of the 12 years and uh with wait, a minute, that- wait a minute wait a
0: minute wait a minute wait a minute 11 out of the 12
1: yeah, I went to public school for my sophomore year of high school. I, I was just uh, going
0: to ask what year was it that you were homeschooled, but thanks. Okay, cool. Gotcha.
1: <laughs> no, so, so I was homeschooled for all those years, and uh, when my family lived in Ohio, kind of the rule was you could play for any local public school. If like you didn't go to that school, you just had to be within the district. Oh, so okay, cool. I got to play for uh, the, the local elementary school for a few years while I was uh, living in Ohio. And that's where I kind of got really into playing it as more of like a competitive sport.
0: So, that so it, basically you could play at the school if you right. lived in that school systems district. Right, right. Nice. Okay. Interesting. I learned, yeah. This podcast is good for me because I learn something new every day. So, so you played through elementary school. Did you play high school, junior high school club ball or?
1: So I, when my family moved to Indiana, I was able to join a local uh, homeschooling team. So there's uh, there's a team in Muncie that plays like out of the south side. Um, it's just a bunch of homeschoolers from the area. It's basically anyone who's willing to make the drive and is homeschooled can join. Nice. So I played about three years there, uh, but I was like a I was a scrawny kid growing up, so I didn't get so many playing minutes compared to some of the other kids like for my age. So I eventually switched teams uh for like my last year. It was like eighth grade year or something like that. Gotcha. Um, but I just played um at like a, a local rec plus team and right. yeah, just okay. enjoyed the game again. So it's it's
0: funny you're a scrawny kid. Yeah. But soccer most of the guys unless you're AJ Cochran are pretty scrawny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well no I, I know what you're saying but it's just yeah, kind of funny. It, yeah. It,
1: it always it always like it always kind of shocks me too. Like uh, Gershon coffee is yeah. pretty, he's, he's kind of a scrawny dude compared to the rest
0: sideway. He disappears. Yeah. I have yeah, that no, kind I of body yeah.
1: shape. So it's, it, it always kind of blows my mind. When I see someone like that, uh, like playing professional ball, uh, I think like uh, Fabinho on Liverpool is another like, Yeah, really good, but kind of just scrawny dude.
0: Yeah. Well, let's look at, look. you ever seen Buck Walter stand next to AJ?
1: Uh. No, I don't. Oh, you Remember know that. Reese? Did I say Buck? Oh, Walter? oh, it's just Buck Walter. Like who is that? Yeah, <laughs> Buckmaster?
0: You know, yeah, Buckmaster. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> been right, right. a long day. <laughs> yeah, Reese Buckmaster. You see him stand next to AJ. That's yeah, he's. A, that's a funny comparison.
1: Yeah, he's he's like him and Patrick Segerus. They're kind of they're kind of on the shorter in there. Yeah, it's always funny to good. see them go against each other. Oh, and
2: dad. I wonder how tall Reese Reese Buckmaster is because he is very uh, short.
1: Five four? five nine. Is he five, five nine? I don't know. Five, I was just five. guessing. No, was five I, fours.
0: <laughs> I, you know, well, what's can we look it up real quick? Let's go ahead. Let, let, let's see. Reese. I'm already on it. You're already on it, aren't you? Yeah. Because AJ's gotta be what? Six two? Easy?
1: Six six four. Six I got four.
0: It. Okay, yeah. So Reese yeah, AJ's a big he's, guy.
1: Reese is five eight.
0: Five eight. So there you go. So yeah, but he's one of the tiny guys on the yeah. team. But yeah, it, it's funny you say that because Kofi is, you know, he's a wiry He's a wiry guy. Vaselli isn't that big either. I mean, none Mm -hmm. of them are really, you know, what you would think, you know. But, you know, let's look at soccer. How many monsters do you have besides uh, what's that guy's name on
1: the wolves? Uh, Uh, Adama Troy, right? Yeah, that
0: dude. I looked the other day. I turned the TV on. I'm like, that dude needs to be like on the blacks playing rugby.
1: Right. Have you ever seen pictures of him when he was younger? uh, Like when when he's at Barcelona? No,
0: he got to go look it up.
1: Looks like a completely different person.
0: Oh, really? He was what? Something was scrawny? No, yeah, was, yeah. yeah,
1: he was. Wow. He was like a twig. And then something happened in between the years and he just became an absolute beefcake.
0: It you, you know, what's so funny? He's deceivingly fast. Oh, he's amazing. You know, somebody that big, you're like, OK, he can't be that. What? He's that fast, you know? Yeah. 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 So, you know, let's let's back to the indie revenue. I'm <laughs> sorry. We could talk about soccer for the next 20 hours, probably. Oh, for um, sure. you know, we just recorded an episode with Amon and I thought we had a blast. I, talk about a personable guy, now the head coach up at noco, the hailstorm. So, looks like he's pretty excited has a, a the th- thing that I found was really kind of cool, Josiah. he had a blank sheet to build build from. And that's what he's excited about. He's a new head coach, USL one team. And he's got absolutely free reign because he's also the technical director to build this soccer team. I'm like, dude, talk about a dream job. That Uh, is. Yeah, kind of cool. So, you know, he talked a little bit about um, it was interesting. He kind of if you listen carefully to the podcast, I think he really wants to come back here uh, and coach, uh, you know, for whatever it's worth. But, you know, yeah. we'll just see where, the, where those cards fall. So how long you been an Indy 11 fan?
1: Uh, this would be my third season supporting the 11. I started in 2019. So gotcha. fairly recent.
0: Come to a lot of games, season ticket holder or when you can or.
1: Uh, it started out is just like kind of whenever uh, I needed something to do with some free time. And uh, I saw an ad for the home opener that year, which was versus Hartford. And it looked like fun. So I got some friends to come with me. And so that's just kind of how it started. It was one here, two there, uh, whenever they were playing at home. And then in 2020, I was a season ticket holder, I guess. That was kind of a- Weird uh, season. Yeah, weird, really weird season uh this year this year i'm not uh wasn't wasn't quite sure what they were they they took their time with uh like announcing safety plans and stuff like that so i just i wasn't quite comfortable getting one so but i still i still come to a lot of the games as much as i can at least
0: yeah you know fair enough i get it yeah this is uh i'm first time season ticket holder kind of like you were oh let's go check out a couple games me and my son or we do a family night go hang out and it's like okay season tickets that sent me an email i'm like well this is pretty reasonable i can get yeah. this pretty cheap and you know it's spend some father-son time watching soccer the game that he loves i enjoy watching so why not yeah
1: exactly. yeah that, that was one of like one of the big things that really got me coming back was how cheap the tickets were
0: yeah 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 so tom it's really funny i don't know what you guys pay in england i'm assuming um you probably pay a premium based on the club would that be fair enough tom yeah I mean, I'm assuming yeah. Liverpool is a lot more expensive than some local club like AFC Richmond um, or
2: something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have a season ticket for Newcastle. Um, uh-huh. And I currently pay, it's around about £40 pound a month. For how long? Not bad. So, uh,
0: is that for you every year, for all year round, or is that for eight months, nine months?
2: Uh, it's just continuous, yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
0: So it's like a subscription type deal. Okay. And how many yeah. tickets is that? Is that one or
2: two? So there's um there's 38 games uh in the season and half of them are at home. So basically half of that. Um okay. and then any any cup games like um FA Cup or whatever is not included.
0: So it's structured a lot like it is here in the States. Okay. But you'll yeah. get yeah. like first dibs on FA cup or any cup. Oh yeah. Like going yeah. to like a lottery. Now is that for a single ticket or is that for a pair or is that, is that, per, is that per ticket, I guess 40 pounds. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's just for mine. Yeah. Okay. Cause I think I paid for a pair of tickets, but I got the cheap ones. It was like 300 and change. Yeah, for,
1: that's about what it was. Yeah,
0: like 18 games. So, Tom, that was like super cheap to go watch soccer. But, you know, it's not MLS either. And, you know, we're not talking multi-billion dollar pitches in stadiums. So Right. Um, so, yeah. So, no, it's just interesting. I, I never really thought to ask that, Tom. So that's kind of cool. So how do I word this correctly with you? Um, <laughs> you know where I'm heading with, with the way that you – You know, you you speak your mind in the game, and that's fine. And I get it. And I totally get it from a fan's perspective. It can be extremely frustrating. Uh, The ending against KC2 was extremely frustrating. That was. Um, You know, and I think all of us as fans kind of just wanted to beat our head against the wall and say, well, that basically sums up our season. Um, But how do you how do you digest the game? I mean, when you see something, when you go back through it, is it, is it a spur of the moment thing with you? Or do you think about what it's, what it's, what you're going to say? I'm just (laughs) kind of getting, I'm trying to get inside the head of Josiah. What kind of, what kind of ticks in there? Is it like right away? I saw your comment about Eric and Jordan and I was just like, and I kind of cocked my head sideways and went, okay. And I just read it and let it go and moved on to the next thing. So, um, if nothing else, it makes for good banter and good reading. Right. So is it just you're tweeting during the game or you're just, you're just being you, I guess.
1: Yeah. It, in a sense, uh, a lot of that does come during the game. It's, uh, especially during the away games or time yeah. I'm just not able to, to be at the mic. Um, it, it a lot, of, a lot of it is kind of spur of the moment, just kind of how I'm feeling in the moment. Um, I think one of the cool things about having that hashtag for each game is you can kind of follow a game by tweets. And it's kind of cool to, in some cases, it's kind of cool to just to see a fan's perspective from that. Um, And I I don't mind giving it. It's it's, a...
0: Some of your... I'll put it this way. Some of your tweets during the Loudon game, you were saying what everybody was thinking. Hey, listeners, this is Scott, your host of Cue the Smoke. And I just wanted to stop real quick and ask for your support. Uh, A 99 cent a month donation makes this show continue to run and goes a long way for us to continue to host a website and host our podcast on different platforms along with the software and tools needed to provide the podcast. So please hit us up, anchor.fm forward slash cue the smoke forward slash support. Thanks. Yeah, And I, I'm uh, particularly talking about the couple sitting in front of the announcers. Oh my God, that was...
1: <laughs> okay, I, we are very lucky. And I think everyone can say this. We are very lucky that we have Dre, Greg Straugh and Brad Howder as our, as our how, casters.
0: How lucky are we to have those two, Tom? Is that we? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So
1: incredibly lucky because yeah. they, they deliver such a quality broadcast every single time. And it makes watching away matches awful in a way, because the, the the commentators are just not up to par. And then you have things like those, those high school parents. Uh, no, it, well, it drives and, you insane.
0: That, and I think I saw a comment, and Tom, this is absolutely nothing against the Brits or the UK. Somebody put a comment out that said, oh, you're British? You played soccer? Come announce a game. Some of the weight teams, it sounds, was it okay? Tulsa. Was it Tulsa? one of their announcers, Hello? it was just like, it was painful to listen to. Hello? But yeah, it's, it's funny you out. say that about Greg Must and Brad. Start. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Hello? Hello? Are we yeah. back? Yeah. Okay, I'll edit that out. Uh, <clears throat> no, it's funny because I think it was the Tulsa game. It was almost like they found some dude that had a British accent and said, here, come announce a game.
1: Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And it was
0: just like, very monotone. Well, yeah, that. And then you had the Loudon guy trying to take Greg Gregstraw's commentator bingo card away, which yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand that routine. And, and and you talk about Greg and Brad. And yeah, we are extremely lucky, extremely blessed to have them as play by play. And I'll keep going back to this so much. So when we <laughs> did our podcast with Greg, uh, Tom has an open invite on any away game that they're doing to call Greg and he can listen to it through a speakerphone.
1: God,
0: I'm jealous. <laughs> is that <laughs> awesome or what? Because poor Tom over in the UK gets whatever feed they give him,
2: right? Yeah. And Greg's Don't like, do have a choice."
0: Greg's like, "Brother, look in your chat window. You got my cell phone. Call me next match. We're doing away." And I think that's the upcoming OKC away game. I do believe, um, or Memphis. No, it's the Memphis game. That's what it is. Well, TV yeah. TV's doing it, so yeah. Tom's gonna call him. Which will be yeah. pretty cool because I want to listen to the game. And I'm sure Greg or Brad will say something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna si- to be a silent part of the broadcast. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> but it is pretty cool because, yeah, Greg, Greg kind of broke down how that whole broadcast um, works with Brad. And, and Brad was really interesting because he said, look, Greg has a sickness. Yep. Uh, no paper. He's not shuffling through paper. He's not looking on the Internet. He is just pulling this stuff out of his gray matter and it's incredible to listen to and and the funny thing is josiah whether it's indy 11 the colts whatever he's broadcasting he hasn't that natural ability
1: he is bob costas without a teleprompter
0: there you go love (laughs) it i think he'd like to hear that you hear that (laughs) great we'll make sure you we tag you too yeah but we are extremely lucky to have him obviously um so following the indy 11 um have you ever regretted after you tweeted something? Have you ever thought about it the day after and went, "Oof, probably shouldn't have said that." Or if you did, you probably deleted it. I'm assuming. Um, I'm gonna ask. I, I got to ask the hard question.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, I don't really think I've ever regret a tweet unless I made like a grammatical error. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm more interested about the I'm, choking, I'm <laughs>
0: choking on my water. No, that's no that's fine. Okay, no, that's fine. I I just had to ask the question. I'm like, I wonder like cuz you like to tweet at during the game, right. if you ever go back and go, ah, you know, no. Uh but I understand it. You <clears> know, you you're emotionally attached, you're emotionally engaged in the game. I I totally get it. Yeah. Um
2: so yeah, here it we are, we go ahead be- no, I'd say it wouldn't be uh, in the 11 game day without Josiah's tweets. <laughs> yeah. I think it was a few, weeks a-, a few weeks ago. I noticed during one of the games he wasn't commenting. Like, I didn't get to see any of his tweets coming through. So I privately messaged him and said, what, like, what's up? Are you, are you okay? Sort of thing. Because I'm not seeing you. any comments <laughs> from you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> you. <laughs>
0: that's, that's funny, Tom. So we all know when yeah, Josiah's tweets aren't going off, we all need to message him. Yeah, make sure, make sure he's okay. I may um, or may not be sleeping. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, what do you think so far about the season? Uh, PG PG thirteen.
1: It has been an emotional roller coaster, but I would say like mostly mostly negative. I feel like. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: It is there. There we have there we have been winning games we shouldn't, and we've been losing the easiest games. It's been like. It, it, it makes me want to pull my hair out sometimes just because of like how how simple a win can be sometimes and they just for whatever reason the they're not playing around the defense as well they're not uh getting the connecting passes maybe it's just there's it's kind of always something right against the opponent where it shouldn't be happening
0: yeah what i really think was was is interesting is and this has been a theme throughout the season we'll we will go score and then every 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 i can't talk every indy 11 fan takes a collective breath right holds it because we're just waiting for the equalizer the the conceding goal to come back And, and it can be very frustrating it can be um Morale-wise, it's it's just like, geez, you know, we play so well. We can put together a half. We can it, the whole thing with KC too. I thought we played ninety minutes of decent soccer. I, I thought yeah, the game it was, was a decent game of soccer, and we probably left three goals on the pitch, if not four. Definitely. Oh,
1: easily. I yeah. actually rewatched that game um, last night. I missed it when it was live. Uh, did you take
2: me advice and turn it off after 90 minutes exactly
1: (laughs) i just prepared myself to be disappointed that was
0: all and that's you know i I hate to hear that because we got a good bunch of guys and i know I, i know this is not what they want right obviously i mean they are probably their own worst critics and sometimes um you know, I'll go back and say it again. I, I messaged Jordan Farr. My son's a goalkeeper, Josiah. So I messaged mm-hmm. Jordan. I'm like, hey, Jordan, any advice you can give a U13 kid getting ready to go to a full-size pitch, full-size goal? Um, any, any tidbits of advice? And the day after the Loudon game, Thursday, he sends mm-hmm. me a voicemail. And you could tell in his voice that he's, he was upset. He goes, yeah, tell your son, don't do what I did last night. And he kind of giggled, but you could tell the guy was hurting, you know, because he took it personal. Um, But he gave my son some great advice. And I told my son, I said, you know, son, Jordan's hurting. He's probably hearing it. We don't see everything and we probably don't hear everything. But those guys, they get they get it pretty bad sometimes. And so my son, you know, sent him a voicemail back and a text message. And, you know, but it's things like that. And I get it. Those guys don't want to don't want to be in this situation. They know. I think they know how much talent they have on the team. Right. And it right. probably is frustrating them to no end that they just can't get a stupid goal with 10 seconds left and nobody. And, you know, that's some, to me, that summed up the entire season.
1: Yeah, it, it really did. Just like the, for whatever reason, it's always some inability to, to finish a game. That's yep. just, that, that plagues us. Because I mean,
0: we it, go to lose city and beat them. Right. And I'm like, okay, good. Sounds like we're gonna have a good promising season. We got the right guys on the pitch, things are working yeah. good. Okay, we had a few stumbles here. Martin quits unbeknownst to everybody, and it's just like you just left the team in a lurch, dude. I mean, wh- what is going on here? And then right. the people he brings in, and this is nothing against Max, but Max is Martin's guy, right? So Martin brought him in under the same philosophy. Now Max is trying to figure out, well. It didn't work under Martin and I've got to change the way that I've kind of thought about soccer. And I think he's trying his best just to try to find those pieces that are going to fit together. And and for a while there and Tom had asked for it and he kept saying it, RTL and Hamilton up front. That's a dangerous two up top. I don't care who you are. You got to plan for that type of stuff. And it started to work out, but then they started to mess with the roster again. And yeah, we've had some injuries and,
2: yeah, it's just been one of those seasons, right? You know, yeah. I don't, I don't think we've seen, I don't think we've seen <clears throat> Hamilton and Artiaga again together since Tulsa. Yeah, I can't I think see. of any games they played together. Like we that. haven't, or and, started at least.
0: Yeah, and it's just like you scratch your head and go, "We won. If it ain't broke, why are we trying to fix it?" I, I, right? You know, but we're all armchair quarterbacks, that, you know, and maybe who knows what's going on in the locker room and those types of things. But yeah, for sure. Um. Uh, what would you like to see for the rest of the season? I mean, if you had your dithers, obviously we want to win out, but do you want to see a new head coach next year? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I want to see a proper head coach, someone who's actually prepared for the role. I, I think it can be a little uh, stressful, kind of jarring to go first season in the club and he makes it not even halfway. And now he's the <laughs> head coach. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hello. Hey, intern. Hey, Max, Max, what are you doing tomorrow? Why you're the head coach? What? Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: That is not what he signed up for. And that is uh, a completely different type of job. You have to come at that from a different point of view. You're not just support. You're kind of the one making decisions.
0: Yeah. I think he was kind of expecting to be mentored along a little bit. Yeah. Uh, No, I think you're right. And it was just like thrown at him and yeah
1: just yeah who knows. every every once in a while you can still see like especially early on you could still see like Re ball peeking through. so he he definitely still has a lot of that kind of ready ready mold to to break a little bit. Uh, I, I think I'd like to see him do that and I'd like to see the team establish like a first team by the end of the season. I think that would be something that could probably uh, that could be like a decent salvage on a season that has been pretty lackluster.
0: So you're talking a stable 11. You can pretty much every game count on the starting 11 regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Let's
1: Let's get some consistency and let's, let's establish a proper first team so we can adjust from there and fine tune from there.
0: Yeah. I can, I can definitely agree with that. I don't see, I mean, Tom, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I think we definitely need to, um, to find a consistent 11, um, changing it every week. So I think it's going to help. Yeah. To be honest, you're,
0: you're definitely not going to gel. You're not going to gel a core. If you keep swapping out. Yeah. If you keep right. tumbling, it's almost like he takes a le- all, all the players, puts them in a bag and then pulls them out for the starting 11. I mean, wasn't Tulsa. He had AJ. It was heck I think was still kind of recovering from his pneumonia. Yeah. But then AJ was on the bench. Cochran was on the bench. It was just kind of weird seeing that lineup and it was just like, Oh, okay. Maybe they're trying
1: something new. Yeah. I remember that. They didn't put, they didn't start any of the tall guys, any of the big guys.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, I don't know, where do you sit at at the mic when you go Josiah?
1: I've always been sitting in the battalion.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm usually Tom can always see me. Cause my son's got, usually has his yellow keeper Jersey on. Yeah. We're usually over by the VIP tents on the end line. We, we okay. have two seats, but we never sit in them. And yeah, AJ is a big boy. I, yeah. Know,
1: him, him and Hackshaw are, they are, oh, yeah. are massive. Did, did, you,
0: did you see the kid from KC2 get up in Hackshaw's face? I'm like, boy.
1: Yeah. Boy, oh, yeah. Uh, I briefly saw that.
0: You maybe, may, he looked like he was 17 or 18. I'm like, you, you, you really don't want to do that.
1: Nah, you—that that is a child fighting a grown man. <laughs> that is gonna end poorly for that kid. Yeah,
0: did you see Hack though? Hack just put his shoulder into him, and I think that was more of a warning. Like, dude, don't. Right. Don't you don't, you don't want to mess with this?
1: That's a that's a real bruh moment, as the kids say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, really, you're gonna get up in his face? Have you ever seen any of his highlights? I guess not. So. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting to say the least. That that was that would have been a huge mistake for him. I
1: very clearly that. remember shouting "Hackshaw's going to kill you!" like at least a dozen <laughs> times the past two seasons.
0: <laughs> yeah, the guy. You know, it's it's and and it's funny. We've always, we've talked about that lately too. Um, I think his days here are numbered. In, in, I do in too. A, in a good way. In a good way. I think he. I, I think there's some MLS clubs that are probably giving him a good hard look. Um, because of the way he plays. Yeah. Is he a back? Well, yeah, but he's like a, a back that can play up top. I mean, he's versatile. He can play any position.
1: Yeah. And I've he, never he, go ahead. He definitely fits like uh, it seems like he can fit in like a center back kind of like right back or left back role. It's, seems to be what he does a lot of the time. Um, More so on the left this season when he's been playing. Uh, and, I'm pretty sure I remember yeah. him in the center a few, like quite a lot, uh, quite a lot past couple seasons.
0: Yeah, and the guy has so much composure to stand on the sideline with the ball, and have two guys standing there. And heck, it, he, his composure is incredible. Fearless. He doesn't get flustered. He doesn't get nervous.
1: And <laughs> it's just like, okay, he's a very smart player too. Oh yeah,
0: incredibly smart. Um, understands. It's always nice to see. Whenever he's got the ball in the back, it's like okay, he's looking to push it up because like it used to be him and pasture used to have that connection. Yeah, you know we don't have Tyler, we don't have that blazing speed, but he's starting to do those things again with Gordon, uh, with Artiaga. He's starting to see yep. the field downrange where we can play a lot more through ball. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, you've kind of given your thoughts on the team. I I kind I agree with what we can probably do. Um, further in the year, I, if yeah. we make the playoffs, great. I mean, the funny thing is our conference is so jammed up in the middle. It's great right. to take. And quite frankly, <sighs> we have been lucky because we we every week we need to go on a run. We need to go on a run. We've got to put some wins together. We've got to put some wins together to get away from the pack. But the pack is doing the same thing we're doing. Right. We're just all meandering along like, oh, okay, who wants this thing? Because... Blue City and Birmingham. Let's face it; they've outdistanced the pack. They're there. I don't see them letting up anytime soon. And the rest of the conference is, in my opinion, it's up for grabs.
1: Yeah, those last two playoff spots are. I think it's going to come down to like the last week of matches for sure, because a couple of these two teams are coming in pretty strong. Atlanta United too is for no good reason just really good this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's funny we talked a little bit about that too. If you look at the last was it four games Tom I think we looked at or three yeah. of the last four or four of the last six it's interconference play right so that's huge because those are ones you've got to circle and you've got to win you can't go into those you know saying okay we're just going to mail it in we've got to come away with some points right yeah God,
2: it, we're definitely going to have to go on a run at some point because yeah. like when when I had to look at the table the other day The obviously it's got the form table at the side, and it was literally our form was literally win lose, or win draw win draw. Uh, So yeah, we're definitely going to have to put some back to back wins together.
0: And that segues us right into this next question, Josiah. Ted Lasso, yes or no?
2: Oh, of course. Okay. I have
1: a under under all those swear words, there there is a heart, and and it is. (laughs) What is, is? Go ahead. I'm I'm caught up. Okay, I'm completely caught up.
0: Christmas. Did you like the Christmas one?
1: Um, was that last season's? This season, second. This season, uh, episode four. Maybe I'm not caught up.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, then I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Okay, so you finished the first season, right? Yes. I've at okay. Least finished the first season. Okay, good. So you haven't started the second season. Okay.
1: I'm a few uh, episodes into. it I watch with some friends, so. Oh, I got it's you. kind of whenever we get together. No,
0: it's but you know what? It, yeah, I I love the series. Um. People were dogging it out on Twitter the other day. I'm like, really, folks? Come on.
1: It's- you you know when a show has just like a lot of silly humor? Yeah. That it's incredibly well written. Oh, that yeah. You, you, have, you have to think about that stuff so much. So it, well, it's it's really cool to see how like, it all comes together. It's really entertaining.
0: Here's what I found myself doing in season two. Just an mm-hmm. FYI to help you. Yeah. You're going to watch every episode twice. All There's right. Easter eggs all over the place. Okay. And and I didn't realize it until my son's like, stop, Dad, rewind it, play it again. Look what it says. Oh my God, we fall off the couch laughing. So (laughs) it's just little stuff in the background that you have to kind of catch, little remarks. Uh, And it's funny because I posted on Twitter, believe it or not, I said at Ted Lasso at Nike product placement really does work. Mm -hmm. There's an episode where he has a pair of Air Jordan Low Ones, smoke gray with red laces. I'm like, man, them shoes are fire. I need to go get a pair. I'm 56 years old. And all of a sudden, I'm like, man, I got to get these shoes. I am all over the internet searching for these shoes. (laughs) I end up at StockX to get the shoes. So my shoes get delivered. I put a picture up. And Jason Sudeikis shouts out to me and likes it. Wow. It's like, well, that's kind (laughs) of cool. I mean, you know, it's Twitter. And I'll never know him walking down the face of the earth. But I just thought it was kind of funny that yeah, the product placement Ted Lasso, those shoes. It worked. He like yeah, he liked it. He's like, "Good job." So I'm just like, eh, that's kind <laughs> of funny, but yeah, I love the show. It yeah, it's 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 nice. It, it's you know, the language gets, you know, it is what it is. It's British com <laughs> it's British comedy and that's what I write it off as. Right. Um, and we know how that is, right Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you get yeah, Ted- he- do you get Ted Lasso over there?
2: Yeah, on uh, Apple TV. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. I was wondering if you guys got to see it over there too. He's more so- lucky.
1: He gets Mock the Week and like Taskmaster on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys can do a podcast about that all by yourselves, probably. <laughs> Ta- uh, just want to let you know, uh, we're going to tease it a little bit here too. Tom's got some exciting news coming out. Probably. Well, we don't have to tease it, do we, Tom? Because you posted it on Twitter.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know full details yet, though. Like, I don't know the uh, specific date uh, or day of next week that it's going to be out. But...
0: So yeah. go ahead and tell if you if you're comfortable with telling Tom, go ahead and announce it.
2: Um, so, yeah, I was recommended by, uh, by, the, by the front office. So I say Trey specifically
1: yeah. uh, that
2: to be the supporter of the week for the USL. So I had, pretty a, cool, huh? a, I had about a 10-15 minute Zoom uh, no or Google meeting with the, the girl or the woman from the, the USL front office today. That is um, epic. So there's going to be something coming out next week. Yeah, I can't wait for
0: that. Don't quote the retweet. Just retweet it, Josiah. You don't have to say <laughs> anything. No critical. <laughs> no, just get it. no, it's all good. Yeah, I was pretty excited when Tom told me that. I'm like, dude, that's pretty awesome. So. Uh, and well deserved. Obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well deserved because he was our initial po- you know, podcast episode and was all about how did a guy in the UK end up being such
2: a big indie 11 fan? And that was a
1: great story, by the way. I loved that episode. Yeah,
2: that's yeah, And it's, it's funny. a cons- it's consolation prize for not winning Man of the Match last week. Having <laughs> <laughs> to through- sit through Loud United.
0: Yeah, that's funny. So, another funny thing is if you had to guess, Josiah, yeah, Whose episode do you think has the most listens?
1: It's got to be Greg's at this point. You would think, right? Is it Brad's? No, you
0: would think Amanda's. Really? Yes. That's her, a great episode, though. Her episode is still being replayed over and over. But Greg and Brad, and there's a couple of them right behind nipping at her heels. So Amanda's I, episode
1: is probably one of my favorites so far. I, I'm
0: bringing her back. Yeah, we oh, gotta get, sure. we're getting her back on with a little bit more caffeine in her <laughs> uh, but yeah no i i appreciate it josiah the, the the time has come to just about shut this thing down yeah uh i appreciate you coming on the show would you want to come back
1: for sure if you
0: have you ever i'll put it to you this way open invite if you ever want to come back something you want to talk about, just hit us up, DM us, we'll get you on the show right. and we'll get it out as quick as possible. Like yesterday with Amon, we got that thing out, what, half an hour after we got done, Tom? Yeah. Like, that Tom and I both keep decided that we one can't sit on that one. So, yeah, that was that was a really good podcast. And the guy is absolutely incredible, very accommodating to us. So, awesome. yeah, no, I appreciate it, Josiah. I appreciate the time. Anything you want to talk about or anything you want to leave us with? we got about a minute.
1: Uh, nothing nothing really crazy, I guess. I don't
0: know. Okay, so for a post-game <laughs> interview, hit up his Twitter account and he'll put everything there he really wanted to say, folks. For but sure, no, it's, follow it's, your yeah, own yeah. risk. <laughs> yeah, you should have a big disclaimer on there like that. <laughs> follow me at your own risk. No, it's it's right. all good. We all need, we all need, you know, how crazy of a world would be if everybody on Twitter just was in love with the, the club and never would never critique anything. That would right. stink. That we have to awful. have yeah, we have to have uh, people who call it like they see it. And I certainly appreciate the fact that you do.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: May not agree, <laughs> yeah. may not agree with you all the time, but that's okay. You know, if you don't if
2: mind the colorful language, definitely nah. give them a follow. <laughs> yeah, I read through
0: it and I, you know, I absorb what I need to absorb, and I think everybody does. And I think that's what makes this i'm gonna plug the podcast again i think that's what kind of makes this so cool because it's not just me and tom talking about indy 11 that's yeah. not what i ever wanted this to be i wanted this to be the fans talking speaking their mind so
1: yeah i think you did a great job of that quite honestly
2: i don't know about you but i sounded really good in these headphones